two men coming together, both called Michael. This is the two mics in association with paddypower.com. The French, by the way, produce a lot of good racehorses, don't they? They do, yeah. Because there's one particular racehorse, isn't there, that uh, we're all thinking about at the moment. Old Red yeah, Rum. Red Rum. Hey? And mm. Ginger. Yeah. I mean, what a man. What yeah, a legend. Yeah, yeah, ab- ab- absolutely incredible. Um, I met him once at the, uh, at the National because uh, when I was a, a kid, I was a reporter on the Daily Express and we used to cover the National every year because people were always worried about the horses, mm. um, you know, coming over the fences and breaking the necks and all that kind of stuff. Now, actually, Ginger McCain was a great campaigner to leave the course untouched. He said the Grand National is the Grand National. Aintree is Aintree. Don't go around shortening the fences. And he had a very good point, Mike. It's a very serious point, this. He said that if you started messing around with the Aintree course, you would make it more dangerous for horses because if you started lowering the hedges, you see what yeah. I mean, the fences, yeah. what you would do is you'd have horses entering the race that simply weren't up to it. Because they thought that they, they, they lowered one, some of the fences yeah. by a foot or something like that, they mm. thought, right, we can get this horse in now. But in fact, only the very, very best uh, steeplechasers go into that race. They had to tackle the bigger fences. They had to tackle the water jumps and all that kind of stuff. And if they couldn't do that, they shouldn't have been in the yeah, race. Yeah, and that, that makes sense. And I don't know if it's true. You can probably verify this. Didn't yeah. he sort of start training his horses on the beach Well, it's, it's a fantastic story because he was originally, um, uh, he ran a second-hand car deal. Dealership, and it, it was in, a, it was in a, a broken down set of garages which backed onto the beach. He also then to make ends meet, he started a little taxi service. Blokey was driving around in a taxi, he was a businessman, he wanted to get involved in horses. Uh, Ginger May came from an early age, had wanted to, uh, to train horses because he'd seen them training on the beach and all that. And, and he got a horse. And the reason he was able to train horses was he didn't have any land, didn't have any field or anything, but he had, he had the beach. Ainsdale Beach was nearby in Southport. And running the horse up and down the beach. Developed new muscles in it, made it great steeplechasers. When Red Rum was bought, amazingly, I found out last night, it was actually lame when they got it out of the sales at Doncaster. Really? They took it out and they put it into the, you know, the um, the, the horse, horse box. box. And as it was stepping up to the horse box, you know, somebody looked at it and said, "This horse is lame." And the only reason that Red Rum ever and it had a bone, it was found out to have some sort of a bone complaint later. But the only reason it came back to fitness was he ran it up and down the beach. In a foot of water, yeah, and it was the cold water on the on the on the muscles, the fetlocks, and all that kind of stuff, which made it a proper horse again. So wow. you didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. See? You're a mine of information. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'll keep that. I'll save that for a dinner somewhere. Uh, uh, ab- absolutely. Um, I mean, when it comes to animals like that, you know, I, I do dislike people who are unkind to animals. And at the moment, I see a real problem with people's attitude to squirrels. Do you? Yeah, it worries me. I I I, I feed squirrels because I I think squirrels are they're tree rats, aren't they? Well. Why, why are they tree rats? If they live in trees, what, what harm are they doing you? Well, they're not doing me any harm at no, all. They're but, not doing me any harm. No, exactly. So what's the problem? They're vermin. No, they're not vermin. I think they're quite cute little creatures. Do, you know, do you know what the creatures that really get me, Mike, that really make my heart sing? Wild rabbits. Have you, yeah. ever, have you ever seen wild rabbits dancing around on Bright like? Eyes yeah, well, you, have you come through Watership Down this morning? Fire. Yeah, have you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, no. you do, don't you? You come up the M3, don't it, you? Come through Watership Down. No, I came out of the A31. Oh right, that's right. That's not the M3, is it? But it's close anyway. Yeah. But you know what? Where I live down in Stockbroker Belt, Surrey, occasionally I go walking through, you know, sort of Banstead Downs and that sort of thing. There's some nice houses in that Stockbroker Belt in Surrey, isn't there? Oh, there is. Yeah. yeah do you absolutely. live near any of them? I live in one of them. Why do you think I live in a shed in somebody's back garden? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, Just I mean, you know, wouldn't uh, not the sort of place that you'd. Uh, hey, talking about houses, by the way, talking about houses. What about this? 
I'm, uh, I read all the Agony Ant pages, you know. And the reason I do that is because I want to prepare myself for future problems that might hit me. You know what I mean? It sort of makes sense, you know, yeah, you when you get mean? to your 70s. Well, well, a lot of it's about, you know, my, I mean, you've got to remember, we are still looking for the first Mrs. Parry, OK? And, uh, yeah, why is that? Well, it's just never happened, mate. It's just never got... Never? Well, well obviously, it never happened because I've never so been married. But Have you you not been engaged or anything? Uh, I hope you don't mind me being sort of no, 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 you know, no, a bit no, forward. No. But... no, I have been betrothed three times. But um, and so what went wrong? Well, uh, is there a the, common denominator here? Well, the common denominator could be a very late time at night and drink. You know, it could be one common denominator. <laughs> there was an occasion once when I was betrothed to be married, but yeah. I didn't know about it. But my sister you told didn't know me. About <laughs> no, it. no, 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 no. But but um, but my sister told me about it because uh, <laughs> that's useful. <laughs> oh, Mike. By the way, um, yeah. you're married. Yeah, no, it was. What happened was, I mean, it's a bizarre story. Yeah. But um, during the course of I've got time. <laughs> <laughs> during the during the course of being a newspaper reporter, yeah. we once had this um, competition where we gave a million pounds away to a couple of um, readers. Yeah. And uh, it all happened. The celebration was at the Savoy Hotel in London. And I had to be a minder to the to the, the listeners, who the, the readers who won. And by the way, it was fantastic because the readers who won were a very old couple, delightful couple, but they had a suite in the Savoy. And the minders, and I was one of them, the three of us who were minders, were in the suite opposite, right? And what we, used to, what we were doing all night was we were ringing down to reception saying, hello, could you, could you ring up another champagne for the winners, please? And their suite was up in ours. But this was an old couple, aged about 70, who, who were teetotal. So, 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 so when, the, when the porter approached, you know, and you could hear him coming with the trolley with the yeah. case of champagne on, we, we, we'd come out of ours and say, hello, mate, is that for the... Yes, that's us. Leave it with us. <laughs> so we disappear so into the you know the suite opposite the winner's suite. They were sitting there watching telly or something and drinking Coca-Cola. We'd finish off the case of champagne. Anyway. What, I love a night like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, about two days later, I got this call from my sister. She said, oh, congratulations, you know. And I said, yeah, OK, what's, what's all this, you know. And, and during the course of, um, of purloining the, the winner's champagne, <laughs> yeah. I had rung a girl I'd met in New York yeah. and uh, proposed marriage. <laughs> um, <I'll> teach you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, right. yeah. And, and she'd actually come over to England about six months earlier to see me because I met her in New York when I was working there. Yeah. And stayed at my sister's. Well, I stayed, you know, I mean, we both stayed at my sister's because I hadn't yet properly bought a house back in England, having moved back from America. And, of course, she got to know my sister very well. And uh, and so she thought the first person she'd ring, you know, to break the good news to would be my sister. Yeah. And uh, it was a bit of a family shock, particularly when my sister told my mother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I mean, perhaps the whole family knew. Guess but... <laughs> what, Mum? Yeah. Michael, the uh, the, um, the the whole family knew before I did. But um, anyway, we were we were getting onto the reason why I read agony and columns. Okay, yeah, it's sorry. because when the when the day comes, and I've got to uh, you know make provision for the first Mrs. Barry. Sounds like another yeah. night on the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Some unsuspecting female. Yeah. That's right. I love to find go. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. No. Well, the second time actually, I remember it was in a Chinese restaurant in uh, Wandsworth in London. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Romantic, yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But that was more to do with a sort of, you know, mm, uh, you know, should we go home type situation, you know what I mean? Or we... should we get married? <laughs> <laughs> it carried quite a heavy 
Harry Price, the uh, the uh, the passport to One Night to Lust was in yeah. fact a betrothal. Apparently, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very expensive yeah. passport. It, it certainly is. But um, so anyway, so uh, as I said, I'm reading these uh, Agni and Collins. You know things like, um, oh, what do you do if uh, your mother-in-law doesn't like you and all that kind of stuff? You yeah. know, preparing my. I've got a file on it actually. Have you? Uh, yeah, of prospective problems. <laughs> what an interesting happen. life. You lead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You'll pack it a rich thief. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. file of agony <laughs> yeah. letters. Well, you know, you've got to prepare for it. Anyway, so I come across this one, which I hope will never happen, obviously, yeah. this, this particular problem. And what, what it said was, it said, um, you know, dear, whatever, we've got a slight problem. We live in a nice neighbourhood. Uh, new neighbours have just moved in. Uh, they invited us round for a cup of tea. They phoned up and said, hello, where are your neighbours next? We'd like to round for a cup of tea. We said, oh, that'd be nice. And they've got a connecting garden gate at the bottom yeah. of the garden gate. And they go down, they go through the garden gate, nice summer's day. They find the new neighbour couple sitting in the garden, right? Mm. Mm. No problem at all. They're sitting there. There's a pot of tea on the table. The sun is shining, birds are twittering and all that. But the new couple turn out to be nudists. Yeah. And, yeah, and they're actually sitting there in the nude. Do you know uh, what the cu- couple's name was? <laughs> no. Did you have an address? Well, no, but, but of course... You know, a bit embarrassing what, that to be fair, isn't it? Well, I mean, what would you do? Seriously, what would you do? I mean, would you take your clothes I, I, off? I'd whip it straight off me. Uh, uh, would you? Would you really? <laughs> go straight for the rich tea and a cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> really? That, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know to be fair. I mean, you what wouldn't would know you, where to look, would you? You wouldn't, honestly, you wouldn't know whether to um, take your clothes off or sort of say, Excuse me, I feel a bit uncomfortable. Or, yeah. what would you do with your eyes? What would you do with your eyes when you talk to a nudist? What do you do with your eyes? Well, have you ever been to one of those um, dinners, Mike, when you're sitting next to a woman who has got a magnificent figure and you have to visibly, visibly concentrate throughout like three hours of sitting at that dinner that every time you turn and talk to her, you have to keep your eyes at exactly what I would call the 180 degree level. I think your problem you know what is... I mean? your, no no yeah, degree but, up, no degree no, down. But your problem is you're a short wheelbase. Uh, that's a bit harsh. Well, it's harsh but fair, whereas I'm six foot two, you see. So yeah. I would have to look down. So it's not a that's problem at all. No, it's that's not. Excuse, it's eh? not an excuse at all. Yeah. It's just the mm. eye line would mm. have to... You, you have to look down. Well, anyway, I... Um, I tell you what, I went to I went to a lunch like that once, and what happens is, honestly, beautiful yeah. woman, blonde hair, fantastic figure, Did and all you that. Propose? No, I didn't propose because the husband was sitting on the opposite side of the table, <laughs> and that's another awkward. thing that makes it very, very difficult, yeah. you know, yeah. because at one stage you think he's going to come over and deck me because he's going to accuse me of uh, ogling his wife, you know. But I mean, you wouldn't ogle, would you? Well, you know, I could if I could get away with it. Obviously, if I got away with it, it'd be all right, wouldn't it? You know, it's what I, it's what I it's what secret what I, ogling. You no, know, it's what I call the blind ogle. The blind ogle. <laughs> yeah, the blind ogle yeah. is, is ogling without <laughs> intent. Can you get away <laughs> with the blind ogle? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't. No, but you know I'd what like I'm ta- people to let us know if no, they've you know ever blind ogled. But, but you won't believe this story I'm going to tell you. So this is a fact I have on women. So, so and, and by the way, I'm, I'm sort of five foot nine. So that's kind of short wheelbase. No, it's not. But and, and some women are five foot nine. Yeah, and this this lady mm. was was absolutely wonderful. And uh, so I spent the whole of the dinner, like you know, literally my eyes fixed on hers. Mm. So. And the husband over there and all that, you know, and I thought, oh, you know, what am I going to do it? So, anyway, uh, three days later, I got a letter. Um, I was working for a radio station, and she knew where I were. I think I'd given her a business card or something. This letter arrived. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and, and, Here's my card. And, and, and this letter had a picture in it, right? And this is what it said. She said, you know, dear Mike, it was so lovely to meet you, you know. For once, I met a mature and intelligent man who didn't spend the night staring down my <laughs> cleavage, right? <laughs> no, seriously. She said, however... 
if you'd like to see one of my earlier modelling pictures, I've enclosed one. No. It was a nude picture of her. No. So, so I, I, spent, I spent the whole of the evening being a gentleman and restraining my eyes from her, is it called decolletage? Something like or delicotage. De- Which one is it? It's, it, 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 it <laughs> just go with whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and in fact, in fact, at the end of it, she actually likes being old girl because she used to be a you know a, a glamour model. So you you were doing the blind ogling. <laughs> well, I wasn't even doing the blind ogling to be honest. With the husband sitting over there and him staring at me, he was watching me and what angle my eyes were watching his wife. So you were straight at eye line level. Uh, it was a very very intimidating dinner. Believe me, I didn't enjoy it at all. And, no, and, of course uh, you didn't. And, and and you know, then I found afterwards that well, actually uh, 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 a bit of uh, open ogling would yeah. would have been okay. A uh, because open o- ogling is okay sometimes. Well, as I long guess. as it's as long as it's tasteful, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, um, be, be, <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> tasteful. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, with dignity, with dignity, with dignity. Uh, because uh, a, she was used to being looked at, obviously, having had a, a picture in the paper, millions of people looking at it, and all that kind of stuff. And the husband married her because she was a uh, a glamour model, and uh, and so he expected men to look at her. And you know, I learned that later. So, and know, where where did you file the picture? Uh, I've still got it actually somewhere. Uh, now there's I'm not, a surprise. I'm not sure where because it's not something you leave lying around the house. Should a you know should another young lady of my should acquaintance a, the next Mrs. Yeah, P. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She, walk, she, she could she might, be on the horizon, by the way. Could be on the horizon, indeed, Mike. Could be on the horizon. For your free matched bet, go to paddypower.com forward slash two mics. Terms and conditions apply. 